Hello, and welcome to the AgriFood Safety Produce Bites podcast, where we discuss all things produce safety and dive into the rules and regulations surrounding the Food Safety Modernization Act Produce Safety Rule. My name is Phil Toko. I'm with Michigan State University Extension. I am the on-farm produce safety educator covering the entire state, but based in Jackson, Michigan. I'm Emily Hale. I am a produce safety technician working out of the Blue Water Conservation District in respect to produce safety. So Emily, I'm curious. You've been on a lot of farms and, and taking a look at wash pack areas across your region. And I'm curious what kind of things that you've seen in the wash pack areas with respect to pests that show up in those wash pack areas. Yeah, so a lot of pests that I see farms struggling with and managing would be uh, rodents for sure and oftentimes birds getting in there in the rafters can cause havoc in wash pack areas. Other um, small animals like rabbits or groundhogs sometimes can disturb uh, wash pack areas. So why do folks have to worry about that? Yeah, because those animals can really bring in uh, contaminants from outside, tracking in soil or even feces, um, and then also themselves depositing feces in those production areas and contacting produce or produce contact surfaces. Okay. Uh, Phil, what tends to attract pests into the wash pack areas? Well, food, of course. When you've got uh, a possum or a, or a rodent or anything else, they're looking for a, a warm place to live and someplace with lots of food. And inside of a, a wash pack area, typically it's a little warmer than outdoors. It's got a source of food in terms of the, the culls and stuff that most people don't want to have any, want to put into the food system. So the the critters come in looking for for a nice meal and unfortunately the culls tend to be a really nice meal for for rodents and stuff so that's part of it and uh, you know it's a warm spot to live they got if they find a little crack they can get in there and and just go to town so i'm curious if if they're getting in i'm curious about how you might want to take care of the outside of the washback area to maybe keep them from getting in or to maybe reduce the chances that they're going to get in in the first place. Yeah. So like you said, um, they will find any cracks in buildings. So having a tightly sealed building is ideal. Um, but other ways you can manage the outside of your building is keeping the grass and lawn around the building mode. So you're not supporting a habitat uh, for those animals. You can also um, you know, don't pile any wood or equipment around that may also support a habitat for animals that are coming in. Um, obviously, one of the major pests that producers are battling in washpack areas are rodents and mice. Do you have any tips for controlling those? Sure. Um, pretty much when you think about mouse traps and such, it's it's um, important to remember that that mouse traps are really more not meant to be the controller of mice, but really meant to be the sort of the monitoring system. We we often use uh, mouse traps to figure out where the critters are getting into a pack house, and then once we know which mouse traps are getting triggered regularly, then we look for a reason or a way that they're getting in in that area. So that's, that's something to, to, it's sort of a different mindset and it's one that we need to, to think about and consider. When it comes to actual traps, most folks um, 
you know, you've got a lot of choices with respect to traps. So it's important to think about a trap that doesn't use bait, but is a kill trap. Um, because a lot of those baits, the basis of those bait are, um, um, a kind of chemical that, that, that basically is a blood thinner. And so the critters, when they eat it, they want to, they, they it opens up microscopic. They start to bleed internally. And so they seek out water as a, as a, uh, sort of a mechanism as they die and unfortunately the biggest source of water in a pack house is the food itself and you can imagine if you've got a buyer opening up a package of produce and there's a dead mouse at the bottom of the package it's going to do some nasty things to your to your sales so we we strongly encourage folks to to use kill traps or or tin cats that can trap the animals and kill them inside of a box so that they're not uh, wandering around so you mentioned birds, and, and I think it's, it's interesting. I'm curious about what tips you might have for controlling birds inside of a pack house. Yeah, so for controlling birds, exposed rafters are often where you're going to find birds hanging out in your wash pack areas. So having a way to either you know put up a long-term solution of covering those rafters or even maybe putting netting up so that birds can establish themselves on those rafters can be ways to discourage them from entering um, or hanging out in the wash pack area. Another thing that you could do, you know, if you want to open windows in your wash pack and you don't have screens or something like that, also netting those windows so it's not an easy way to come in. On your overhead doors, your larger doors that you might keep mm -hmm. open while you're working in your wash pack area and bringing produce in and out, um, you can put deterrents such as streamers that would scare birds from flying in. Um, other farms have also put out dummy uh, birds of prey so that it, this also discourages birds from flying in um, to your wash pack. Cool. What about having pets in your wash pack? Can you give suggestions to growers on that? So when it comes to outdoor situations, that is situations in the field, pets are not prohibited from being in production areas outside, like in the field. And typically when you're thinking about a pet's impact uh, more as a working animal or as a wildlife deterrent in a field situation, as long as you manage the poop, Many inspectors don't have an issue. So things like having a cat to keep the mice away, the rodents away, or a dog to scare the deer away, those kinds of things tend to be more allowed. But in a pack house situation where you've got four walls and, and it's an enclosed situation, there's a very different approach put out by the produce safety rule. They basically say that pets are specifically prohibited from being inside of a pack house. So it's it's a very different sort of flavor so it, it's not ambiguous at all if the pack house isn't enclosed if it's just like four sticks in a lid uh, or basically what we call four sticks in a lid is basically like ha having like a, a pop-up awning or something like that in those cases as much as they're not specifically prohibited they want to discourage there being pets in those areas if that's the pack house um now i'm wondering what about flies? Fly management is really cull management. If you keep the culls down, you're going to keep the flies down. Flies are a problem because they like to be in, they like to hang out in poop and they like to hang out in sweet, sweet stuff and vinegary stuff, anything that's rotten. Mm -hmm. So when you've got a lot of things like tomatoes rotting, there's a lot of uh, uh, 
uh, vinegar and, and acids produced in those in those tomatoes and they get attracted to that and then they get attracted to poop and pretty soon you've got flies floating all on landing on on nice clean surfaces with their poopy feet and all of a sudden we're off to the races with some nasty stuff yeah um, the real issue is when they land on clean surfaces just because and the the research shows that they actually do bring in and can transfer basically poop from their feet onto clean surfaces and onto uh produce that is not contaminated just landing on it ancillarily so it's kind of weird mm-hmm. what i'm curious about emily and i don't know if you've heard about this or not what um what role do things like uh predatory birds like raptors and things you you mentioned the whole idea of keeping the outside of a wash pack clean and i'm wondering yeah. if if it's also possible if if by reducing the the brush and reducing the height of the the grass that you can maybe make those mice and rats that want to get into a, a wash pack a little bit more obvious to things like hawks and kestrels yeah. to want to take those critters out. Yeah, introduce a control, a natural control in that way. Yeah, I haven't heard a lot about that, but I think obviously, like you're saying, if you can keep those areas mowed down and more exposure to animals that would control other things like rodents, um, that would certainly be beneficial to your operation cool it's kind of like natural pest control we like that links or definitions to anything referenced in this episode are provided in our show notes which can be accessed on the website at canr.msu.edu slash agrifood underscore safety thank you to everyone for listening and don't forget to tune in next month for another episode of our produce bites podcast